you are shaped by what has happened to you in your life or you know your relationships yeah and you can't change any of that but what you can do is be aware of it mm. and to um get to, to kind of catch yourself before you let it negatively impact your life <laughs> Hey, Ro. Hi, Jane. What's up? Um, we're doing... This is different. We're doing it in the morning. This is a Sunday morning. Yeah, we're about to go to the beach. I'm in my jean shorts and tie-dye t-shirts. I'm not I'm not kitted out of the beach yet, but Jane's full-blown summer, Jane. I'm bad out of it in these speedo, this spin, speedo swimsuit. You have your swimsuit on? Underneath, yeah. Jane! What? I'm not roasting. <laughs> Do you know the one as well? Do you know, you've got the one too. You haven't read the speedo oh, swimsuit. Oh, it's... Best. It took me 20 minutes to get on, on. I think it's for people who actually like, go swimming fast. To be fast. like aerodynamic yeah, or whatever. Like, it makes you completely flat-chested as well. Sure, look, I've noticed. Jane, how are you sitting there with that on? I don't know. I'm <laughs> struggling. That was not a clever move. <laughs> well, I, do, I hate getting changed on the beach. I just want as swift as possible. Oh, Jeans off. Know. Fair play, yeah, fair yeah. enough. So we're about to go to the beach, so um, we decided just to have a cup of coffee and do this in the morning first. But it's classic Ireland going to the beach where you're like staring at the clouds like, oh no, I don't know, Jane, I don't know. There's clouds coming over now. Maybe we should stay in. Maybe you just forget about it. Yeah, no. Jesus. You just have to do grand. it. You have to do these things. So um, in a few weeks, we won the referendum. Whoop. That's cool. I was fucking nervous of any as anything. We're all shitting it, but like, yeah. And I actually listened to Blind Boy podcast this week, and he was talking about the post referendum kind of lull. And it's kind of like with anything in life that after you're working towards something so much, we have a. Fo- you have a it's, like, it's great for humans to have a focus, and then when it's over, like whether it's an exam or like a course or whatever, or a referendum. Yeah, there was, it was a weird vibe this week. I'm real like, oh, what now? Yeah, I just was really, really exhausted last week. Yeah. I think everyone just felt on like Monday and Tuesday, it was just like, oh my God, I'm so tired. I think we were all just so like intense the last week before it. So it's weird. It's weird, but it's, it's, yeah, it's great. It's weird that we ever thought that it wouldn't pass now. Yeah, I feel like, why did we think it wouldn't? But we, I think a lot of us thought that there was a load of silent no voters. Yeah, that's and what it turns saying. out, there was a lot of silent yes voters who just weren't comfortable talking about it. Do you know what's cool as well? Sometimes I think back to the marriage referendum and I think, God, isn't it mad that that was ever a thing? Like, there's people campaigning against I know. me being able to get married. I know. That seems so bonkers. It seems like the dark age is like... Hopefully that's in a few years. They're going to be like, do you remember when yeah, like abortion mad. was illegal and people had to go to the UK? See, in my head, uh, it's so foreign to me that that it is that people will be able to get an abortion here that's actually true i'm just wondering it's after bizarre. it's been here a few years will we be thinking back but like yeah the fact that like like is there going to be like a marie stopes clinics is there going to be like i just how's uh, it gonna work? they're going to roll it out and it's going to be probably gp yes they said but like like the fact that there's going to be abortion clinics in ireland uh, like this it's bonkers like we're just it's just so like I well i just remember like being a teenager and you know you'd hear someone going to get an abortion they go off to england and you know there'd be whispers yeah. but it, it was kind of at that time where we didn't really fully understand it and you'd never question it well, it was just a like, get the boat reference which you, we've all heard many times yeah yeah and it's just like you know I, I remember not really questioning until my late teens early 20s that yeah. like oh actually it's not very it's not good that we have to go abroad yeah Um. so it's just mad to me that it'll actually happen here but yeah I had this like really like emotional moment of like god if anyone I love gets pregnant now like and you know 
doesn't want to continue the pregnancy for whatever reason I'm just like god they're going to be cared for at home I had this like real like doesn't you know it's just really nice it seems a bit it's, it seems mad it's really nice obviously <laughs> it's yeah. not really nice but it's just it was just this moment of I wasn't even really thinking of myself but it was more just other people I was like wow they're going to be able to not like they're not going to have to go and look up flights or whatever it's just a huge huge thing um Cool. And it's so amazing that it was so such a landslide. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anyone expected that. No. So amazing. Yeah. Um. So on a completely different note, yes. today we're talking about. Um. Well, actually, I think we've been threatening to this episode for a long time. We've been threatening. Yeah. So we're doing an episode on therapy. Going to therapy. Why do we go to therapy? What's Is it like? good? What to look out for? Um. You know how you go about it because it's the. I think it's the question we get asked the most. Um, by far, yeah. Like uh, every couple of messages, it's someone asking about who's your therapist. I want to start yep. going to therapy. Um, so it's worth doing. So I think people are really curious about it. Like I think everyone, I don't know anybody who hasn't been curious about like, oh god, I should go. Like everyone says, yeah, I should go, or I'd like to go, or oh my, but like everyone has a thought about it. I don't think there's any human who's like. You know, especially in our age. Isn't that age, so isn't nice it? though as well that people our age are, it's just so like, it's grand. Like, I think it's grand. I think, I think still think people aren't open about talking about it, but I think people, everyone, most people our age that I've spoken to acknowledge that they could go and there's stuff they could talk about. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah, a topic yeah. that people are like, oh God, maybe I should go. I still think people are afraid to say that they go. And I still think when you say in conversation, like I said, I've said in conversation before, um, whether like at work or whatever like just not with my immediate friend group maybe and like I'm like yeah well I went I've gone to therapy and you can see people like getting a bit weird about it not weird not weird but just like they're definitely shocked that like you've said it and first of all they're definitely yeah. shocked that like you seem grand you know and that's a lot of people just whenever I say oh yeah I go to therapists they're like really you go and it's kind of in a way it's a it's almost not I think they're they're comforted they're like oh god she goes and she always seems kind of fucking grand yeah anyway but it's a, no, yeah, fair enough. But fair my enough. point is that it's it's something that people, I think, um, yeah, everyone's interested in. No one just, yeah, I think everyone has an interest in it, and everyone thinks they either should go or if they haven't gone, yeah. So that's why we're talking about it. That's why we're talking about it. We want to make it a normal topic conversation. I think it's getting there. Yeah, I think so too. Which is great. Um, so I guess I don't know where to begin. When did you first start going to therapy, or when did you feel like you um, you wanted to or needed to? The first time I ever went was after a breakup. The breakup that we probably spoke about in our breakups episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so you were about twenty, twenty one. I was no, I was eighteen. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. No, was I? No, I'm trying to get my dates right now. 18, 19, when did I start going to Dave? 21. Yeah, 1920, 1920. Okay, okay. You know me better than I know myself. Um, and it was just, see, after post-breakup, you're fucking depressed as anything. And I decided to go to a therapist. I think I actually didn't really need it. I didn't really need it. As in, I think I was just heartbroken. Yeah, but that's a good reason too. Yeah, but I think that I wasn't really struggling with like my thoughts around anything. or You know what I mean? I was just genuinely very, very sad. Did you go to therapy or did you go to counselling? Uh, that was a therapist okay so it wasn't really like let's just ch- let, like it was more it wasn't like I think a counsellor in that situation might have been better I think so too because I think all I, I just wanted to like talk it out and like to get comfort I wanted comfort and I wanted like someone to tell me that it was going to be okay I didn't want someone to psychoanalyze my sadness around a breakup because I just so that's a good point of like kind of understanding the difference between the two yeah I think that's a nice th- nice way to fit it in there yeah. counsellor is 
they there's different like qualifications and everything mm. just to point out like psychotherapists yeah. have fucking qualifications coming out the wazoo the wazoo does. whereas counsellors it's more it's more just someone to talk to you and, and they kind of reflect your yeah. feelings back at you whereas a psychotherapist will now look obviously I don't know the lingo and I'm not a professional but they will kind of deep dive yeah. into you and I wasn't ready and for that work. at all it's a lot of work yeah and I was not ready for that because I was just heartbroken and, and young and just wanted like to talk to somebody yeah. at that time and I remember and obviously sorry this po- this episode is all about being very very pro-therapy <laughs> I don't feel like I'm starting on a negative note but um, you know she was very much saying like you know I remember the one thing the one memory I have from that therapy session was just not being ready and not being right for me at that time and then also she kind of just said like why are you saying my boyfriend why are you saying my oh I remember you saying that to me yeah that's all she kept drilling into me and I kept being like what okay what do you want me to say I was so confused like that she was boyfriend she was like you know he wasn't yours to possess and all this stuff and I was just very very like I've actually to be honest I didn't find it very helpful. I only went for two sessions, but I think I just didn't didn't know what was right for me at that time. I went back then to another therapist when I was, you know, three, maybe three years ago. Um, went for four or five times. I thought she was good, but again, I didn't feel I was fully ready. I wasn't being open and honest with her at all. Uh, I was actually lying about certain things with her. I've done that before. Which was like, I mean, Jesus, you're paying this person 70 euro, like just tell them everything. But like, it's difficult. It's, it's, and I just, and I was like, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually fine now. I'm, I'm fixed. Five sessions in, I did my five, five also because someone had told me, maybe it was you, like, a lot of people say recommend doing five or six at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got, it was like funny that I got that number. I was like, yep, yep, yep. I stopped going back to her. And then two years ago, no, a year ago, a year and a half ago, then started going back to my current one. Um, which is a whole different experience and, and a really, really positive experience. So it's a combination of being fully ready to go and finding who's right for you as well. So that's all my kind of, yeah, that's all my Yeah, um, I'd, I'd totally agree with you in that finding the right relationship with a therapist mm. or a counsellor is so important. Um, I first went to therapy when I was... Was she a therapist or a counsellor? I don't know. I, was I thought so you young. first went, yeah, it was more counselling you started with. I think so. I was uh, 16 and I had a lot of feelings around my sexuality. Um, I knew I was gay. I had no problem with that. I was in love with my straight best friend. Yeah. You know, when you're in school and you're just like, oh, I just God. love her and I can't she'll even never love me. That addedness of like school stress, being in love yeah. with her. And I had a lot of other shit going on too, but um, that was my main big problem. And I was very, very sad. And the school noticed that I was sad and recommended that I go to a therapist mm. and, or a counsellor and they gave a name. I went to six sessions and... I was talking about my friend, but I wouldn't say I was in love with her. I just said, no, yeah. she's my best friend. And blah, blah, and I just wouldn't admit it. And I'm pretty sure the counsellor knew what was going on. Of course she did. But I was 16. They're literally, that's what they're trained in, like understanding what yeah. you mean when you say certain things. Like how, how, why else would it be affecting me so much that my best friend started hanging out with another friend? Yeah, yeah. And like, then you might be also gay and that like, no, no, you're just friends. Yeah. So I, I lied. Like I didn't tell her and it didn't help. No. But I don't beat myself up about it. I was 16. Mm. Um, and then... So I went for six sessions. Then a couple of years later, when I was about 19, 20, I went to another counsellor for a year and a half, two years. And um, that was counselling. And she was very good, but it was very much managing mm. current shit. 
mm-hmm. it wasn't like deep diving to actually solve any problems it was just like keeping me going yeah so that served its purpose and then uh, about two two and a half years ago I started going to my current therapist and I, I still go every every week or sometimes two weeks um, and it was the best thing I've ever done in my life she's amazing so it's yeah it really goes to show what oh no actually I went to another one in between as well yeah I was thinking you had before one before I went to my current therapist I went to another woman and she was awful I went to like three sessions she was awful she kept blowing her nose oh. Um she always just had a perpetual cold like the first time I was like hey, hey she's a cold <laughs> yeah and she just didn't seem to be I know it's 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 rough it's rough with the weather though we're the hay fever, yeah. um yeah anyway so she was pretty shite um but anyway then I found my current therapist and um she's just the most amazing woman in the world yeah um so yeah I think it's very important to find like don't be discouraged if you go to one and you know you don't you know you you're just, it's not working because one you know my therapist it could be like, yeah, I'm very lucky that we've got a good bond and she is an amazing therapist, but she mightn't be an amazing therapist for everybody. Yeah, like my first two therapists, I definitely felt like that I didn't, they weren't what I needed. And it's only now that I know, having gone to the third one, that what I like is a bit of like bant. Bant and like, yeah, I mean, you're not going to, I mean, the levels of bant you're going to have in a therapy session is probably minimal, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not going there for the crack. But for me, it was important that like, you know, we're able to have a little bit of a chat at the beginning or the end. And, you know, there was times where like she'd go 15 minutes over because we'd be chatting at the end about yeah. whatever. And like, for me, that's important. Like, I felt like a few of my other ones were just like, literally like stone wall. And I wasn't able to get anything. Like, there were times, there's times in a therapy session where like, I'm laughing at myself. I want her to laugh at me too. And that's what that's important to me. However, some other people might just like, no, I literally don't want any of that. I want like serious. Yeah. So it I depends think, what you want. Yeah. Go to the first session is always an assessment anyway. So go to that. But if, you, if you're not feeling the her personality, his personality, that's fine. Like, yeah. shop around that's why they usually have you have your like assessment session yeah. um, first before you um, sign any agreements well you don't sign agreements yeah but before you kind of commit to going for they usually recommend six weeks after yeah. the assessment session if you're happy to go ahead with that um, I would say if you're happy with the assessment <sighs> go for the six weeks that they yeah. recommend because it's tough to get in the swing of it and you mightn't feel like it's working for a week or two it's really tough to get into And swing. then you could touch on a nerve and yeah. everything could change. So if you're happy with the assessment, you think you have a bit of bant or whatever, um, or whatever you want from your therapy session, um, I would recommend giving it six weeks. Yeah. And like, it's hard. It's And it, I just think it's an extremely brave thing to do, um, an admirable thing to do, to go and spend money, to go for an hour, to talk about your feelings and your past and whatever. Like, it isn't... It's great. It's so hugely valuable. But also, like, give yourself a pat on the back because it actually is like, like, I remember, like, I was going um, Saturday mornings for a while. This was one of the one of the therapists in the middle. And like, you know, I was like, yeah, I'd be like nervous before going and everything. And I'd feel great afterwards. Like, you feel like I, well, personally, I think afterwards I'd be like elated because I was like, because I was nervous about going. Yeah. And you go and then you're like, ah, I'm amazing. Take on the world. But um, 
I just think that like give yourself a bit of credit like it's actually really 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 a deadly thing to do yeah and it shows that not only are you wanting to like just improve yourself for yourself I think it's more so that you're like I want to be a great friend or a great whatever a partner whatever and it's like I just want to like sort out what's going on in my head for myself and for other people as well so I think it's like fair feckin play and also if you can spend 60 quid a month on your gym membership to make your outside look good you can fucking take care of what's going on on the inside too you know it is hard to part that money like i remember like god 70 euro 60 euro i was like jesus it seems like so much money because we're not used to just like spending money to literally chat to somebody but obviously it's so worth it um money well spent so how do you think it helped you um like i think i'm trying i'm just trying to find the words that sound like incredibly cliche and like obvious but um it helped me notice patterns of behavior yeah that i genuinely wasn't aware of like the thing is like just to be like oh yeah it helped me link up things like well okay that happened and you reacted that way and do you think that's and when she gets to know you then she's like well remember remember you said that whatever years ago this happened do you think that was the same thing and you're like god yeah you know i for me was noticing patterns of behavior uh that was the main thing and to be able to then catch it before i do it the next time yeah she was very good at telling me now look if I was in the middle of something or if something was coming up, she'd be like, now look, you might start to think this way about this. So just be careful. And, I, and then I'm like, God, I like to catch myself before I go into that tizzy. Yeah. And it, it, that's the whole thing as well. You, that's a great way of putting it. It's self-awareness. Yeah. You're not going in to change everything about yourself. You're not going in to get a new personality or to erase past experiences. You're not really changing anything about yourself. No, you are shaped by what has happened to you in your life or, you know, your relationships. Yeah. And you can't change any of that. But what you can do is be aware of it Mm. and to um, get to, to kind of catch yourself before you let it negatively impact your life. Yeah, I think that's the most amazing thing. The gift of self-awareness. Yeah. Because sometimes you're in something and you're so just like in your own head, you cannot, uh, like you can't think, look at yourself objectively. Yeah. Um, What about you? What did you think your... Yeah, she was fucking amazing. I, my current um, therapist, I went because of a breakup and you know the first while it was first couple of months was fucking analyzing that breakup but what blew my mind is that a lot of the feelings that came up in that breakup around rejection and and fear of being alone and all Mm. this you know went right back to childhood like this intense fear and it was so nice because you know when you're going through a breakup and you're like I'm going mad this person was a bit shit like why do I care so much it's nice to kind of have that validation of oh, well, you know, actually, you know, your mum died when you were little. Maybe that's where the fear of being alone is coming from. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, so it's a great vehicle for, you know, kind of really digging deep back into into your life and and where things that happen to you when you're very little. Like my therapist, she is very like... um, you know, she believes and I guess knows through, you know, a lot of education that, you know, as far back as when you're like straight out of the womb. Yeah. You're taking in emotions. You don't have words for anything. But, you know, I remember one time she said, um, I mentioned something like, oh, yeah, my granddad on my dad's side died when I was one. And my granddad on my mum's side died when I was a couple of weeks old or something. And she was like, oh, so there was a lot of grief in your family in the first year of your life. And you're like, and I'm I guess like, there was. And I was like, 
yeah, but I was one. Like, like, well, you know, you take that in. Your bond with your mother is so strong and you can feel the emotions. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so things like that um, was great. So anyway, to answer your question, how did it help me? It changed everything. It really did. Mm. It really did. Um, and I want to point out as well that, you know, it mightn't change everything as as mm. strongly as I'm saying, but it will always be beneficial if you have the right relationship with someone. I think so. I think there's never going to be a negative no, there's always going to be positive. You might have that like amazing light bulb moment, but you might, if you leave knowing a little bit more about yourself and having talked out a few problems, like exactly. that's worth the money. I think just, sorry, what you said there about the, what you said about you when you were one. Um, not that that, obviously that 100% could have happened. However, I think it was also important for me that she would say things like, oh, and do you think that's because of that? And I'd be like, actually, no, I don't think they're connected at all. And she was like, yeah, fair enough. That's fine. Just test yeah, yeah. that out with you. So like, they can say things that like, you don't have to believe every word they say. You're not like, there was times where she'd be like, no, think that and that. And, and she goes, now, maybe I'm wrong. And you're like, yeah. She goes, she'd ask you like, how does that feel? Yeah. And you'd be like, just how does that sit with you? How does that sit with you? Yeah, yeah. And I'd be like, nah, literally not getting any connection. To be honest, a lot of things I didn't get a lot of connection with. She said I was though very much like, um, always one, almost trying to be one step ahead of her because she was like you're trying to predict where I'm going to go next because like you're so already in like I'm always such I'm an overthinker about everything anyway so all the pro- issues that I brought to her I've already thought about in depth and tried to connect them to things and she's like yeah let me do my job yeah. <laughs> trying to, but my point is that like they can say things that don't connect to anything and you're like no and like that's that's what I mean about being able to laugh and it being a nice casual relationship yeah that you're able to say nah you're way off there and that's fine yeah it's your it's your mind i also want to make a point though as well that uh, that particular therapist is um hold on i'm gonna get it up because so basically i've been at, people a lot of people have asked about this therapist yeah asked for her number and i'm just gonna say right here now i'm not gonna be giving out her number or her name because because um, you've gotten messages on Instagram as well like yeah who's your but it's also just even regardless I think it's just an like it's an awkward situation that we yeah it's just a weird yeah it's weird, weird. it's crossing um, up a bit of a and boundary. also she's full and she's full <laughs> she's <laughs> full um, but I, I did ask her because so many people had asked I'd asked her if there was any alternatives and I, um, she's a part of um, AIHIP AIHIP yeah which this is her practice or her type of psychotherapy yeah. she's um humanistic and integrative psychotherapy oh so um the whole humanistic thing i think that's where the how does that sit with you thing mm. come from and the whole um when you're a baby and you take it all in like very yeah. much about being human which i like it might that style of therapy mightn't suit a lot of people yeah but if anybody would like to check it out the website is www.iahip.org iahip iahip iahip.org um, I think it, it's I've never done any therapy like that before and it's really good so um, yeah if you're interested in, in what we're talking about go there um, go there I also just want to just talk about briefly what actually a therapy session is like and what to expect because for me the first time I went like so nervous it's, I was actually like I don't know if you were nervous but I honestly would be like the night before like not able to sleep like really anxious about going um, and like so when, when you go in it's usually in a house or a room in a house situation it could usually be like, they rent a room, room. somewhere it's yep. like comfy it's like a, it's like two single chairs a kind of couch type chairs not like a rigid wooden chair um there's always a box of tissues always box of tissues some water a little table in nice between. smells incense whatever uh usually you walk in and like they're like hi how are you and ever you sit down now this was the bit that I was most nervous about like what happens when you first sit down and this was the bit that like which is actually funny looking back 
I'd sit down in my the most recent one and I'd be like, like, my, like honestly, the whole day before, the week before, I'd be going through in my head what I'm going to say. I'm going to plan out like a script what I was going to say about why I was here. Yeah. So I'd sat down, I'd put so pent up, so like, Whoa. I sat down, I was like, how are you, how are you, fine, fine. And she'd be like, so, like, what do you want to talk about? Or why are you here? Or how are you? Or whatever. Whatever question they asked just to get you going. I was honestly like, so, I, for like, no joke, Jane, I would say, I was reaming off word by word what, like, the series of events that led to me sitting in that chair, I'd say for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And then I was like, and that's it. And then, like, let out this big breath and she was like, oh my God. And she was almost, she was almost like, you poor thing. Not like what you'd been through was so difficult. But she was just like, she could tell that I would spend so nervous. And yeah, I was just yeah, like, yeah. and she was like saying, and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, like, that's totally fine. She goes, most people do that. They come in and they say, I'm here because of this thing happening and because yeah. they're nervous. Help. Help. And for me, it was just a case of because I'd been to therapists and hadn't told them the full truth before or hadn't been my full self before, I was determined that I was going to go to this one and just tell her every single yeah, truth yeah. and just get off my chest. Because they're not there to judge you. No, and I just wanted to get it off my chest. And for me, that's what I did. But like other people, she said that like, you know, people come in and say, yeah, I'm just feeling a bit, yeah, I'm feeling a bit anxious last week. Full stop. And then it'd be like pulling teeth. Not pulling, well, not, not pulling teeth because that sounds like it's like she would find that difficult. It's more just like, you know, it's an exploration. But like for me, that's, that's what I did anyway. I don't know what you did in your first session. Well, I first went when I was 16, so I can't really remember. Let's by say the your time, first one with... Yeah, well, the fr- well, by the time I got there, I'd been versed. to so many therapists that, you know, I was actually quite excited to go. I mean, I just forgot. I always went to two therapists as well recently that were free through this work thing. Oh, at work. yeah, yeah. How yeah. was that? Not good. No. <laughs> I'd built up a relationship with our actual one that I'd paid for and then I got this free service and first of all one of them I went to three sessions and then she left the company and then I just <gasps> moved around to this other girl who was like younger than me which like whatever that just shouldn't be an issue but she just did not say a feckin' word. Do you she, think she was new not, like? I don't know. It was like this weird yeah it was a free service and I just don't know it wasn't very good. It sounded like she was just new but oh my god she did not say a word to me. What? Like I would just talk and she'd be like okay and then and then what and I was like this is so annoying and because I'd already done a lot of work with are the therapist I'm going to now I just felt like no you don't know me and it was so like I think doing the mix of like going to someone regularly and then going to like, a new person was very off-putting for me yeah I, I wouldn't recommend that no I don't think anyone would no but for the, but them I was going to for a different I was going to because I was having sleep issues and oh yes 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 that's a whole separate thing we'll talk about maybe later on but um, I would say I know you said it doesn't really matter what age they are and yeah I'd agree with you like I'm not going to be ageist here but I do like I think it's gonna maybe be controversial, but I think you know the more life experience a therapist has, you kind of trust them a little bit more. If it was someone younger than me, I'd be like, "Well, what do you know?" Well, yeah, and you're also like, "How much realistically experience have you had?" Yeah, and I think age plays a lot in our in our mental health, and you know, like my therapist is probably early fifties, maybe. Would you say? I think so. Do you? Yeah. Why? Oh, I, I think she looks that. great. I think I would have thought younger. Mid forties. Well, she's got kids who are in our age. True, our age. Yeah, well, twenty five. Oh, right. Yeah, God, she looks great. <laughs> yeah, she does. She looks great. Anyway, um, I don't know. I think when someone's like, oh, you know, I've been there, you know, at that age, I I would feel weird if it was yeah. Well, if we're me. going through the late twenties anxieties, then like you want someone who's like not also going through that phase <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, give yeah. you advice. But yeah, I think um, 
yeah I'm actually so used to it now that I wouldn't be that nervous going to a therapist now because I've been I've had that first session like yeah, yeah. you think about it five or six times now at this stage yeah. but yeah I think when you first go in like don't feel like you have to tell them everything all this stuff is going to come out you could just literally say I'm feeling a bit down or you know what I'm going through a breakup um, I definitely wouldn't recommend what I did which was like but the, for me that's what I ugh, you know I needed it at the time I just need to say everything Well, I then think I wasn't embarrassed by saying anything again whatever your reason is for going to therapy just remember that you know, don't think, don't try and minimize it and think, well, I'm not going to therapy for this. As I said, I went for a breakup with a girl be. that I was barely with yeah. for like a new for six months. But it was affecting me in a huge way and it turned out to be connected to something else completely. That's what it was. So, oh yeah, that's, so that's the whole thing. So don't, don't try and minimize it or think, oh no, sure, that's not, that doesn't warrant going to therapy yeah. for. If you're struggling with something, no matter what it is, it probably does warrant going to therapy for. So, you know, yeah. Is there anything else that like people should be like ex- sort of expect from a session? So yeah, you go in, you sit down, you just kind of start talking. It, what I will say is the hour goes like ten. Yeah, minutes. it does. It does. Like and especially in that first session because you're just kind of getting it all out, getting it all out, and you're you and don't also, do any you're work exhausted. in it. Prepare to be very tired after it. Yeah. Um. What I would say to prepare for is um. Don't have an expectation of how you're going to feel when you co- when you come out. Because yeah. it's different for everyone. Every you mightn't feel nothing. You mightn't feel anything at all. You might feel... I remember feeling this huge weight lifted from my chest. So do I. Like, and just being exhausted. Just like... As if I'd just gotten a full body massage. And sleeping like a baby that night. Sleeping like a baby. Mm. It's insane what, what your brain does and, yeah. and how it can affect your body. Um, I would say just go in with an open mind. Um, don't expect your whole life to be changed in one session. Mm-hmm. And um, be honest. Yeah. Just be honest. I love uh, with something that I was like, this is like a real practical, obvious thing. But something that I was like worried about was like, I couldn't see a clock. And I was like, how do they know when it's an hour? But they have obviously a little watch. A little and they're so good at so glancing good. at the time without uh, you being aware of it. Because then they'll go, and we're coming up to an hour now. Yeah, like, how'd you even do that? How'd you do that? How'd you look down? But obviously they know how long, like they're so used to knowing the time slot. And yeah, they probably yeah. know in their head that's been an hour. But that was something else. And then like, it's the awkward moment of handing them over the money and you're like, and it's like okay thanks Jane mine never really acknowledges just like thanks oh yeah they don't yeah. and you don't even you can't put it on the table one time I forgot I just completely forgot because we were in a chat at the end and then I just got up and put my jacket on and she goes um, Jane just uh, your fee <gasps> and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry and I took it out and I gave it to her and she was like just want you to know I'm not that bothered by it. I know you're good for it. And, you know, because there's been many times where, because I've been going for so long, I could say, look, I'm actually quite strapped for cash this week. Could I pay you double next week or whatever? And she's completely fine about that or coming up with a payment plan or whatever. But this time I'd just forgotten. And she said, no, look, I'm actually only saying it because I had another client who forgot and then went home and worked themselves into a tizzy and got very anxious because yeah, I'd be stressed about that they because because uh, um, they didn't pay me so mm. I just wanted to save that and I was like that's completely fair enough um, I also want to touch on for a second a different type of therapy that I've been to oh yeah um, so yeah obviously counselling with psycho psychotherapy but I've also done CBT but very yeah. very particular CBT for insomnia which I went through last uh, year now CBT is cognitive behavioural yes. therapy and you, what you that basically is is um, I've done some aware training. Yeah. Um, what that does is um, it's basically changing uh, your actions to influence your thought patterns. So very practical. Yeah, very practical. So, for instance, let's say you you fucking you can't get up in the morning and you can't get up and do anything and you're so depressed. 
maybe just get up and make yourself a cup of tea. Maybe mm. go for a little walk around the block in the morning. Just force yourself. And once you kind of force yourself to change your behaviours, it starts to change your thinking pattern. Or like, yeah, there's like the teacher, like like, like if you're getting a panic attack, like what literally what to do and what to think about. And all the yeah, very practical yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. For me, though, it was CBT for sleep. Um, Because last year I went through like just a weird few months of just like not, I definitely wouldn't say it was insomnia because I was sleeping, but like I know some, I know some people who have, literally do not sleep, and that's a very difficult thing. But it was, it was I was getting very anxious about it, which is the real like it wasn't actually yeah. about the sleep; it was about the lack of control of the sleep. And as anyone knows, sleep is one of those things that when you try and control it or when you overthink it, it doesn't come naturally. Yep, it's like the most the worst thing ever, and I really feel for anyone going through. Um, bad sleep because it's just it's it, it actually the next day you feel so anxious and so down and so like I can't do this one thing retakes over your life I went to CBT for insomnia happy to give out her details because it's not I'm not, first of all I'm not going anymore second of all it's not a personal real thing it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a more uh, of a clinic-y vibe yeah it's just it's just very like it's not like it's not a therapy session like she doesn't care what has happened to you that you can't sleep yeah, yeah. like she might ask you when to start but she's just so practical you do a sleep diary she, it's all about your sleep hygiene it's super practical um so if anyone is really struggling i'd have to have to give out her details and yeah she wouldn't mind either because i've already given uh, out her stuff and she was totally cool um but uh, that was a completely different experience because it was like she didn't give a shit why I was anxious or why how yeah. this started. She was just trying to when this happens, this is what you do. So I thought it was really interesting, and I'd be interested in going to CBT like not for insomnia but for in general for anxiety well, because I found it very interesting. I remember talking to my therapist about CBT, and um, she said, she said, I remember she said, okay, let's put it this way: CBT is essentially. Let's say there's a man whose wife has died and um, he has, you know, no family and he lives alone and Mm. he can't get out of bed and he doesn't know what to do. Uh, A psychotherapist would ask, okay, you know, how do you feel after your wife has died? Blah, blah, blah. Um, A a cognitive behavioral therapist will focus on getting him out of the house. Yeah. Like as in, so, you know, why aren't you going outside go outside yeah you know um so it is very very different so you know i think cbt there's a lot of buzz around it but it's not for everyone and and it is very much on a practical level yeah another one i wanted to say as well because i was talking to my mate our mate cloda who the Mm. podcast know from Mm -hmm. a couple episodes ago and she did um dbt which is dialectical behavioral therapy i don't know enough about it and i would like her I should ask. I should have asked her properly about this. She found it great. DBT. Um, I remember she did like a lot of mindfulness, and it really changed her life completely. Yeah, yeah. She was incredible. I think she did a six month course every week. Um, I think she was referred by a GP or by a therapist. Great. And she did every week. Um, anyway, that changed her life. So maybe look into DBT. Funny thing is, whenever anyone mentions anything, like even like if I mentioned this, the CBT for insomnia or therapy or CBT or like you just mentioned DBT, everyone's like, "Ooh, ooh!" Because like just goes show everybody has anxiety, everybody or like it's human sadness. Of course, we're human, and everyone is just trying to like figure out something that works for them to make yeah. themselves feel better. And you know, anxiety at the crux of it is is survival instinct. Every human has it. The reason anxiety yeah. comes from is because we're we're scared of something. Yeah. Like we want to survive and there's something that's challenging yeah. us. So when you think about it like that. Um, also, another thing I want to bring up as well is like, let's say you have a friend who you think might be depressed. Mm-hmm. 
And I've been in situations where I'm like, if I'm really depressed, and I remember people being like in my teens being like, you have to go to the therapist. And I'm like, no, but why can't you just listen to me? I'm just trying to talk to my friend. And like, you have to yeah. go to the therapist. Yeah. Um, and I've had friends who definitely seem depressed and, you know, you think that they would benefit from going to therapy. Mm. Maybe not even depressed, but struggling with something. Yeah. That you think they benefit from going to therapy. How do you approach that with them? As in, how would I? I well, I have it's strong difficult. feelings about it. What I, well, I I have had those experiences with friends. Um, some friends are like I I know people who are like actually very hostile towards therapy. Yeah, and they'd be like, no, 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 think stupid. No, 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 no. Whatever, yeah, it worked for you. But no, 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 very like you know. Um, sometimes those are the people that I'm like, my God, you need you need it more than anyone. In some cases, some cases not. Whatever. But yeah, I've had friends who like I just noticed that it's not like as you said. Like, they're not just they don't need a friend just to listen to they actually are I'm noticing patterns in their behaviour that I'm like oh my god well like she did this and then six months later it's happening again and then six months later it's happening again and again and again people you've known for years yeah. and you're like they there's something going on for them like there's a control issue or there's whatever yeah and we you all can, have you, it you can recognise that from going to therapy as well I can recognise that there's something going on and I'm like here's me trying to be a therapist in my own head well, maybe it's because of her childhood and like you know she didn't have this 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 obviously I could be and probably am incorrect however I just can see that this is not just somebody who just needs to have a chat with a friend is that there's if there's something yeah. going on with them the way I've approached that in the past would just be to like if that person is going through a particularly hard time and is maybe like crying or talking to me and we're having a I'd say you know like I found therapy so helpful like I, if I say putting me in it being like I yeah. go maybe like I found it really good um you know you should think about going but that's literally all I'd ever say about it and like once and I wouldn't repeat it and I wouldn't send them a link because you know I find things that's very personal I yeah I would agree with you there in that it's you really have to come to the decision yourself I'm not going to say hit rock bottom but I just did you have to you really have to kind of come to that realisation and be like maybe I would benefit from this and do it yourself you can't as much as you'd like to you can't drag them by the arm book them a fucking appointment drive them to the appointment and wait for them it's not going to work that way as I said you know I didn't want to go my school made me go when I was a teenager and I lied um, and it didn't help at all. And also, um, even coming to the realization of of needing to, of of wanting to go to therapy yourself is uh, so empowering. Mm-hmm. Which is another reason why I don't really like you know giving out links and telling people. Well, links are fine, but like you know referring people to a therapist or you know if they aren't really sure of it because I think it's such an empowering thing to kind of make that call yourself. Yeah, to research it yourself and say, I think I'd like this person. Like, it's, it's, yeah. To, to, for, me, for us, say, go to this person, work for us. Like, it's almost like a lazy approach to something that should be extremely personal yeah. and extremely something that you, you're you paying for this. Is, yeah, so I'd agree with that. But it is, a, yeah, you can't force anyone to go. Like No, I will say the exception is <clears throat> if that person could be in, in danger of yes, harming themselves or someone else tell a grown-up yeah like do um like obviously that's the exception but yeah you really you can be there for someone mind yourself in it as well if there's someone who you think is just really dragging you down and it mightn't be their fault Mm. but you need to kind of take a step back from the situation as well and help them as best you can while protecting yourself i've seen happen before that some people like let's say you're going to therapy and you're really doing really well and let's say you have somebody who isn't maybe doing so well, but who doesn't go to therapy or just isn't ready to start making themselves, improve themselves or make them whatever you want to call it. But they haven't taken that step to like, th- their self-awareness isn't even there about themselves. Yeah, yeah. I find those people can be quite toxic towards your 
growth and sorry I said spiritual growth no, you know what I mean that's like, true and I've seen that like toxic that toxic behaviour being like almost like slagging that you're going to therapy or um, minimising oh, it minimising it or like every time you bring up well I was thinking about this and I think that just to note that because like when you start going to therapy and if you're doing well and maybe you want to be vocal about it because you've had an epiphany or whatever uh, just be wary that there are some people who aren't going to be negative towards it or slag you about it because they realise deep down that they should be working on themselves and they're not um, another just add, add to that like I do think that like there is this like you know it's a real American thing to be like my therapist and I realise that's literally what we've been saying this whole episode but also be aware that like it's not your like, it's not they didn't you made these realizations yourself with the help of a therapist you're bringing out of you. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we can like, I think that like that we can go and say, my therapist says that like, this is exactly the situation I do not need to get myself into right now. Like, just be aware of like, you know, learn about yourself, but you don't. The terminology behind it, I think. I think it's a terminology. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't find an issue with that because, yeah, your therapist did say something, but because of months of work you have put in and they just reflected your patterns yeah. back onto you. Yeah. You know, um, but I think yeah. it's more just like, in a, yeah, if you're like, no, this is the exact situation my therapist hoping not to be into. Do you know what? I think that the exact thing you're talking about is the reason why people, especially that Irish people, don't go. Don't go. That's what I mean. It's this, it's this, this real American, like LA type yeah, behavior. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like Irish people get a bit like, ooh, about that. But like, it is fair enough. But like, I think, you can make huge amounts of learnings for yourself. You can change your behavior without being like, my therapist said to do this and I'm doing, you know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? But I do think talking about it is good as well, though. Yes. I think it's from talking about it that... Other people go. Other people go. Yeah. So don't be shy about talking about it. But yeah, I get you. There is that There is. There's there. some, there's like, there's a, yeah, there's a thing that like, I think people are like, God, we've been talking for 45 minutes now. Have we? Yeah. Jesus. Shite, man. Shite, man. Um, okay. One thing I do want to say is... Um, in the meantime, before you decide to go to therapy or whatever, you're still mulling over. Maybe you don't know if you need to go to therapy, um, but, but you know, you kind of want to take care of yourself. Yeah. We wanted to talk a bit about self-love and we self-care. don't mean masturbation. Oh, self-care. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. That could also got be a masturbation. Bit blue. Um, no, it's something that me and you were talking about it and neither of us are very good at knowing what that exactly means. But actually... No, but we do. We just don't have a buzzword for it. Yeah, maybe we do. Yeah, maybe we didn't know that that was self-care. Basically, we put on our Instagram there during the week, like, how do you mind yourself when you're feeling a little fragile? Um, And the, in fact, it's probably our most, like, the most engagement we've gotten with the question. Ridiculous. And so um, diverse as well. Everyone's bits are so different. Yeah, so I'm going to read a couple out um, now. There's, we actually got so many so maybe there's a whole episode in this to be honest there might be there might be um, but we got so many different um, kind of methods of minding yourself back um, and I'll read a couple just to kind of give you a flavour give a flavour yeah give a flavour Jane we got one uh, is there any greater self care than putting on music channels and dancing around your sitting room I think not I think not yeah fair play fair play um, we got a lot of people like saying exercise. Um, a lot of people here exercise, uh, playing sports, playing football. Um, I feel better every time I go. Like there's the things, yeah, that I just have never put a word on it. But it's like, you know, and like I just find that I'm I'm very guilty of stretching myself too thin and being like, oh, I'm getting into this. I'm going, I'm building myself up. I'm getting yeah. into this. Like, and I get, then I get anxious and I get a bit, and I get very tired. And I'm like, oh my God, because I'm just saying yes to everything, yes to everything. And for me, it's like being able to actually say no. self-care for me is to say no yeah and self-care for me is like you know what i am leaving next weekend free i said i would and now someone's saying let's do this thing and i'm like 
No. Yeah. And I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Yeah. Because maybe I do just want to have the whole weekend or I can just sit in my apartment if I want. I'm the exact same as you. I spread myself too thin and I get so overwhelmed. I get so overwhelmed. And then I get overwhelmed if I'm like, you know what? I'm not doing enough. I'm like just always battling. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm always like, on one hand, I'm like. I hate sitting still. I don't want to have too many plans. I want to have the perfect level of plans. But I don't want to have too many because if I get so stressed, I'm like the next two weeks are looking mental. I just feel really anxious. See, uh, but then if I do for the next two weeks I'd be stressed yeah so it's my, like, for ah. me it's kind of the long game I like get stressed out if I feel like I'm wasting time oh right yeah. like as in like I'm like well what I could be doing now is researching topics for the next podcast while I'm not working or fucking yeah, going to therapy yeah. or going to the gym or blah 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 oh it's exhausting like okay where can I shoehorn in something that's like gonna um, develop me further yeah you know what I mean I know and things like and then I'm like sometimes I'll be like oh god I haven't played guitar in three weeks um, uh, how am I going to shoehorn in an hour of guitar I'll be grand if I don't oh, play you guitar you just get the absolute guilt about the Jesus that I haven't gone to the gym but actually um, but the things that you're meant to be enjoying that stresses me out ex- oh, yeah yeah I know yeah. I hear you Jane I hear yeah. you uh, a friend in work was telling me the day she gave, she was I was just mentioning I was like oh I feel like I'm getting to that like stretching myself a bit and I'm just I'm trying to juggle like you know staying fit with the social life with work and there's too many too many balls in the air because yeah, summer yeah. is a busy busy time yeah, yeah. forget it yeah. I'm only one month into summer and I feel like I've been like <laughs> yeah um, but anyway she was saying that apparently like you can only really do three things and like like so let's say if you have a family like you have kids like let's say you, you can be you have spend time with your kids uh, spend time with the gym and like there was another thing but like you can't like do like social life kids gym uh, family oh yeah it's like uh, one of those charts um, yeah. apparently there's only ever three things like so let's say if I want to like spend time with my family spend time with Dave and spend time with my friends let's say I do those three things and that's what I'm focusing on but that means I won't be able to go to the gym yeah, my yeah. fitness thing will go out and there's probably like another thing I can't think of right now off my head why can't we have it all bro but you know what I mean I thought that was really interesting like you can actually adjust your focus like for July let's say like I was just thinking I have no plans for July August is busy I don't have any plans for July and I'm going to try and kind of but then I'm last like let's go on a weekend away July but you know what I mean it's like that's fine maybe July is just a month where I'm just like chill chilling for a bit. and not having any plans which is good for me so self care to me is like just knowing what you what's going to make you feel good at that time it could be making a big plan to go for a big party or it could be just watching fucking yeah I think I think what I find I do is I just kind of fucking I'm always thinking about the next thing while I'm doing the current thing Jane Amen. You know, I'm here with you on that. It's terrible. Like, I'll be in the gym and I'll be stressing about what I need to do in work the next day. I'm here on a su- Sunday, bank holiday Sunday, thinking about what am I going to do? Uh, God, I better chill out next weekend because I've been drinking a lot. Yeah. I think um, staying in the moment and just taking it day Stay by day. Stay in the moment. Because at the end of the day, touch fucking wood, but you could get hit by a car. Hit by God laughs at the plans we make or whatever. What's it? I don't know. Ah, God doesn't exist. We all know that. Jane. Um, someone, now someone else said... We need to wrap this bad boy up. The bow no, this one I found really interesting. It's so not what I would do, but it just shows the difference. We get a lot of like outdoors. Oh, yeah, I know the thing you know the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, and also. like for me, I play video games as well. That's fun because it really gets you out of your head. Cause yeah, no, I am Lara Croft and I am killing these Russians, I you know. Um, but one person said, My self care, and this is fucking lucky for some, my self care is booking in a massage or better yet, mm. a spa trip on my own. If I want to sleep, I can sleep. If I want to get up and do something, I can. I book in a couple of treatments to help me relax. I do this about three to four times a year year other than that if I'm really stressed I head to the beach for some alone time yeah Grant Um, 
but that's great. I know. I think fair fucks. She, that's great. I mean, Jesus, yeah, I always say I want to go to a spa, but then I never do because I really does the price of it. And I'm like, no, just get an Airbnb in fucking Berlin for the same price as that spa yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. But that's different. We're yeah, different. different. That different person strokes. sounds like they are, um, they like alone, like alone time. Like, yeah. And like solitude is what works with them. I'm a, more of a, I'm more of a, I did this whole personality testing um, through work and it was fucking brilliant. Anyway, I'm basically Sunshine Yellow is my... Of course, yeah. <laughs> I, think you, I think you are too, actually. Um, and it's very much like, yeah, people, people, people. And you, that's what gives you your calm and your... Manic mania. Yeah, but so me on a good day is like very social, very like chatty. And me on a bad day is frantic and like overexcited. Oh yeah, okay, fair enough. It's interesting, and it's all red. It's red, blue, green, and yellow, and you can be too. Anyway, it's very interesting. See, I love, I love going for a walk by myself. But then, if if it's for too long, I start to get a bit like, but where are my friends? I know, you know, where are your friends tonight? There you go. Going to the LCD actually next week. Oh yeah, very good. Tuesday. Anyway, the day this podcast comes out, probably. Oh Jesus! Sorry, I dropped my phone. Andrea, anyway, I just called you Andrea. Row drop something. Um. Sure, look, we'll wrap it up. We're going to go to the beach. As I said, I'm in a tie-dye t-shirt and some jean shorts. Like Jane has her full kit on underneath her. Yeah, uh, my Speedos are on. She just got the rag today as well. I just got my period today. I'm actually so upset because I was really excited about swimming and I'm never excited about swimming. But I am now. So anyway, but I have a little plan for how I'm going to manage my period while I'm in the water. Well, you've got a tampon. That's like, that's the that's plan. The plan. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a plan in place. Yeah, we're going to Cliney Beach. Um, yeah. Anyway, look, we'll let you go. Let you go now. So, yeah, if anyone wants any more information, uh, we're not going to give out our therapist's name and number, but as Jane said, that email, that website, ayahip.org. Ayahip.org. And um, hit us up on Instagram. Once again, we are at the State of Us podcast. Um, That's it. That's it. Thanks for listening. So uh, get in touch, follow. We can message us there. We reply to pretty much every message. Well, because we don't get that many. (laughs) We don't get that many. But yeah, we reply Um, with the chats. Yes, I do. Let us know if you're listening. Do the whole like screenshot thing and we'll follow you and chat to you and I'll be good. As in screenshot when you're listening to it. It's really nice when that happens. I love that. Yeah, I really love it too. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. Anyway, look, enjoy the sun. Enjoy your bank holiday weekend. Or I hope you have enjoyed bank holiday weekend now that this, when this comes out. Um, Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.